Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the Let's Level Up podcast. I think this is episode number 23, and we're actually recording this on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, so we apologize for the late um, posting here. But, I have maybe the most special guest I've ever had on this show before. He's special to me. Making his podcast debut, Mr. Regan Perez. Hi! Hi! Tell everybody about yourself. Um, my name's Regan, and I like video games, and I love my family. <laughs> That's really nice. I like the little touch on there. If you had to, be to pick between video games and family, what would you pick? Uh, family. Really? Mm-hmm. Over Fortnite? Yep. Wow. Are you telling the truth? Yep. <laughs> he said it so intense right there, if you could have saw his eyes. He was, he was 100% telling the truth. Um, what are some of your favorite video games? Um, I like Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, Call of Duty World War II, and I like some of the Battle Royals that are coming out. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Blackout Mode. Yeah? So I know you're excited about that. You have that on your Christmas list, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hopefully Santa will bring it to you. That'd be cool. Yep. Or your dad will get it for you. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're good. Unless you get coal. You don't want coal for Christmas. Dad got coal for Christmas once. What? Yeah. Wasn't good. Was not fun. So um, here's the thing about, like, old Call of Duties. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, when you think you got every single gun, a new patch note comes out. And yeah. then you have to restart the whole entire thing all over. Yeah. Well, they used to do this thing. I don't know if they still do, but back when I used to play Call of Duty a bunch, they have a thing called Prestige Mode. So you'd prestige, and then you would basically start all the way back over and do it all again. And you just do that over and over and over and over again. Well, there's still something called prestige levels. Oh, okay. Yeah? Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. So, is Black Ops 4, is that your most anticipated game coming out? Maybe, yes. I think I'm more excited for Anthem. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I've, I've, I've been too roped into Call of Duty Black Ops 4 that I haven't even for, that I've forgotten about Anthem. Because you know your dad loves the RPGs. Yeah, they're really fun. And, um, what is the word? Um, You can explore, and when we saw that trailer, we saw this person come in to a, into an exosuit, which yeah. was, which was decked out with gear, and then a little bit, and then a little, and then a, fast forward a little more she finds the this weird um AT or whatever they call it in Star Wars it just crashes down uh-huh. and it looks like that from Star Wars and so and then another person comes in with a different exosuit more more heavy more weaponry yeah this one which fires all the missiles right yeah yeah so and, if you wait hang on so if you guys are completely lost right now which you may be Anthem is a game coming out by EA, I believe, in February uh, next year, and it looks great. It's a, um, it's a, basically a game where you're exploring a new world in this exosuit, uh, and you get to basically play along with all your friends. So it's a it's a multiplayer RPG exploration uh, game. I don't know what story wise it is yet. Uh, basically, it's just like you're on a new world and you're trying to make the best of it. So um, it looks really cool. Here's the thing. Yeah. When we saw it, like, at the end of that clip, we saw more people join the party. Yeah. 
which had different exosuits. Yeah. So, here's a theory. We might be able to get to customize our own exosuits. I think you with will. A, with a type of currency. We can buy different modules. That sounds cool. Now, you really love crafting. Yes. And, and, and upgrading your stuff and building your own stuff. Um, what is it about crafting that you like so much? It's just the creativity. You get to sprout your mind. Um, <laughs> it's like a... It's like a tree. Each branch contains one idea spreading into different ideas. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Or the way that you, you phrase that idea, rather. Um, what is your... What's the game with the best crafting? Oh, that's hard. Is it? Yeah. Isn't it just Minecraft? Well, Minecraft's got to have the best crafting. No, because you... This is why I you this is why I don't play Minecraft anymore. They 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 made a new Minecraft for for Xbox ones and and um it's more bland like the old Minecraft, Xbox One edition. That one you could do different things. You can switch between creative mode to survival mode you could be like making this huge arena for all your friends to play in and then you can switch into survival mode and then y'all can have the greatest time of your life but <laughs> but in but in the new one um you you technically if you're the host of the server and you turn it and you just made this cool battle arena for your friends and and you really want to test it out. And when you turn it into survival mode and start inviting in all your friends, and when you join it, you realize that you're not in survival mode. You're in creative mode. Oh, yeah. So that's more like you're a specter and you get to watch everything when you're not going to participate with all your friends. That's why... Well, it almost sounds like you've got a setting wrong or something because you should be able to go back and forth. Uh, no, because... One time, my sister, we went to the end, we found this, you know, like, when you beat the Ender Dragon, you see this little thing that has, that has, like, end, like, bed, or whatever, um, bed brick or something like that. Bedrock? Yeah, bedrock all around you, and you see this, like, little galaxy thing, you go into it, and that's where we were, and so, we wanted to do an old-fashioned PvP. Not knowing that when we turn, when Penny turned it back into to survival mode, I was still on my Elytra flying through the air. Or, yeah. Sorry if I got the name wrong. It some people pronounce Elytra or Elytra. I like to call it Elytra because it feels like elite. It, you feel like you're elite <laughs> flying through the world, and so. Um, I don't even know what that is. It's what this. It's like this glide suit where you can fly through. It came on like a patch note, like one five zero or something. It really. It originally made it way into Minecraft Xbox One edition, coming back in later time in Minecraft One. Um, Interesting. Okay. And like. So, so okay. Let's go back to the original thing with Minecraft. With Minecraft isn't the best crafting. What is the best crafting? Um, I'd say Fallout seventy six. It has. You can, with the original Fallout 4, you had to scrap, you had to find your own weapons, you could scrap your different weapons, but now in in Fallout 76, 
you could um what's the term craft your own weapons by finding recipes and other stuff yeah so the the crafting system in fallout 76 is really good um i like it as well um but you can't uh no i guess that's not true because you can still do all your stuff in your base so the we've we've played a lot of fallout 76 Mm -hmm. together um do you like that game yeah, Fallout 76 is a good game to play with all your friends. It's a good game to just, like, if you just completed a game that you really love to play and, and like, and you don't, with all your friends and you don't, and you don't know what game you want to play anymore, you should, you should probably go buy, pick up Fallout 76 because here's the thing, when you jump in, if you used to play Fallout 4, you knew that you weren't able to get a level straight off the bat when you enter the vault. Or, <laughs> but when you when you jump in, you will find some perk cards, you get that, then it will automatically give you a level. You go in, you pick your perk, mm-hmm. then you go out, and then, and then I don't know, but it may have given us another level when we completed a Reclamation Day or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, when you come out, you see a bunch of liberties, and you just want to play through the game, get the exploration, see everything in the world, because <clears throat> the new creatures like the Wendigo, the Scorch Beast, the um, the ticks, the ticks, yes. So girls got bit by a tick, and they got radworms from it. Oh, remember when you got. One shot by a tick. Yeah. When you had your <laughs> when you had your power armor on, it that was, happened. It was T fifty one, beta. And um, that was just straight up like I was like, what? Yeah, I was. I I, I think I said that the same. Um, so let's let's go through it really quick. Let's talk about Fallout seventy six a little bit more. Um, it's it's an interesting game. It really is. It's gotten a lot of negativity actually online. People are upset with it. People say that it's kind of boring, and I don't. I don't think that it's boring, because I'm such a big RPG fan. There is an incredible story going on. Some of these missions are very well written. Um, I finished up the mist. The the the, what is it? The mistress quest. The mistress of mystery. Yeah, quest line. And it was just super sad. He was telling me about it. Well, let's not do any spoilers for people. Yeah. Just because we want them to experience it themselves. But it is, it is actually a very moving quest line um, that kind of kind of pulls at your heartstrings a little bit. Um, the game is so tragic. Um, you would you would think that getting out of Vault seventy six and being the first humans to basically settle the region, um, that there would be a little bit more human activity. But every every human NPC so far that we've found is dead. So, well, the human NPCs that we find are robots. Well, those aren't human NPCs anymore. Yes. The ones that the ones that actually can interact with us are all robots. Um, for instance, there's this um, around level twenty-five ish. You end up getting a quest to go a little bit east, and um, you find a radio station that somebody's asking for help, and they need you to meet at this place. So you go there. You assume it's a human the whole all along, and when you get there, it's an actual it's an actual robot that um, has like this weird. You know, like, in Fallout 4, you got this vibe, like, raiders would junk stuff, like, metal bars and all that, and, like, make their own armor. That's what technically she did, and she was, and she was just, 
Well, yeah, she's like a little punk rock Mr. Handy, but a, but a girl, a Mrs. Handy. And um, the quest line on that is a little weird. It's pretty weird. So there's um, she particularly is in charge was in charge of five different human raiders uh, groups, and um, all five of those groups are now gone. Basically, there's no human raiders at all anymore that we've seen. You can find their corpses and stuff, but even even the human mobs that used to be enemies are not are not a thing anymore, which is which is weird. And I and I almost hope that they change that. Um, because it would be nice as as we progress through this game. Let's let's say six months from now, there's a patch that comes out, and there's actually a human settlement now with human NPCs. Maybe that came from Vault seventy six. That'd be cool. So we can actually see this world progress as the longer that we play the game, mm-hmm. kind of like World of Warcraft was. I mean, World of Warcraft. There's all kinds of stuff. When you start at vanilla, and you go all the way through net till today, there's so much new content and new races and new everything. Um, it just seems really cool. Uh, I hope the game succeeds. They've already dropped the price twenty bucks, so you can pick it up right now on Xbox for forty dollars, uh, which is pretty crazy because we spent sixty dollars on ours just two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, which it's a bit irritating for somebody who pays full price. I would expect that if they're going to do an immediate drop like that, they should give us at least uh, atomic shot points or something that will let us. Um, like a free start since if like you pre-ordered the beta and yeah. um, if you like something like that like if you pre-ordered the beta you could get something like special of like a- extra atomic points or something yeah i mean uh the, the game is it's actually got some pretty in-depth crafting like regan was saying earlier crafting your weapons and armor is is very similar to fallout 4 um you can even make the um, I figured it out finally. I figured out how to increase the level of an item that you're creating. Basically, you can make a. a, a once you have the recipe for an item, you can. If you really like, look for say, um, you really like the saber or the Chinese officer's sword, and you eventually outlevel it, you can craft another one at your level. Um, and then there's all the mods and everything. And there's a really ingenious. I think it's an ingenious leveling system. In terms of every time you get a level, you get immediately get a point in one of your special attributes, um, and of course that's strength, perception, endurance, uh, charisma, charisma, intelligence, agility, and luck. That's special, um, and that's and they all pretty much do the same things that they are in Fallout Four, except for intelligence, intelligence. no longer gives you XP bonuses, uh, which which I'm a, uh, I think it should still, uh, but whatever. Um, we don't control the power over Bethesda, who um, <laughs> who made this. That's true. That's a good good point. We are not Bethesda. We need to make sure that our listeners know that. Um, but with every 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 level you get, you at least get one perk card. Um, when you pick your point, or rather, when you put your point into an attribute, you either get a pack of perk cards, which is like five cards, I think. Which then, you can get on level. One or no level five? Yeah, like every five levels or something like that. I think you get a pack, um, and then you also, whenever you pick a point, you can get um, in those in those option or in those off levels that you're not getting a pack. You get to pick a card from like uh, from that particular attribute. So if you're wanting to load up on strength, like Regan has, um, he's got a lot more strength cards that he can pick than I can pick because his strength's like a twelve, and uh, my strength's 11. a four. 
but my my perception is super high because I've gotten really good at rifle skills, um, and my so, charisma is pretty high as well. So let's just talk about like like my gladiator perk. Okay. Yeah. And tell everybody what your gladiator perk does. You you have three levels on each perk, and my gladiator perk gives you gives me an extra I think five per level. I maxed that out, and now I have expert gladiator. If you gives you an extra five what per level? Per each star. Five what? Though? What are you getting extra? Of attack damage on your one-handed melee weapon. That's right. Yeah. So these these perk cards increase your abilities that you can use. So for instance, gladiator, like Regan said. Gives you more damage when you use one-handed melee weapons, but there's also one if you want to use two-handed melee weapons. What's Which that is one called? Slugger, I'm pretty sure. Slugger? Yeah, so for two-handed melee weapons, you're going to want to go Slugger. Each of those damage perk cards that we've seen has an expert variant as well, so the idea is that once you max out the basic version, you can get the expert version and give you an additional bonus whenever you're using that type See, of weapon. See, here's the thing, like, if, like, on my character on Fallout 4, like, I have... A gunslinger, and whenever I max that out, which I have like two more stars until I do that, mm -hmm. is um, it's like it now does double damage. Um, Bethesda didn't want us to have like that overpowered, like right off the bat. Yeah, scaling in an MMO needs to be, uh, needs to be very well balanced because there's also a lot of PvP in this game. Yes, um, which that's what we should talk about next with this. Well, hang on. I think there's still the big difference between Fallout 4 and Fallout 76 in terms of of, of leveling and perks. Uh, opposite of just getting a guaranteed attribute point per level, like you do in 76 versus Fallout, where you actually have to take one of your points and put it in an attribute. So you're either picking a perk or putting an attribute point in in Fallout 4. Um, you can change things since these are cards that you're slotting in. You can you can un you can unequip those like, cards. You can you equip can those like, cards. You can like technically swap out cards to make different classes. That's right. So you can you can basically change your class or change the amount of perks. Assuming you're level 100 and you have 100 different perk cards, right? Which you will at level 100. You oh, can wait. you can fill in different spots of a party. Like I have a lot of healing abilities since I have I'm very charisma based. I can I can res Regan if he goes down with liquor instead of just a stim pack, which is really powerful. <laughs> and anytime I use a stim pack, it'll also heal my allies. And we get bonuses to experience and defense because of my charisma perks. Um, there's still one more thing about the perks between Fallout 4 and Fallout 76. What's that? Um, Fallout 4, you are, you're, like, say you just got, like, three levels and you want to put them all into, like, Slugger or something. Yeah. Um, you can't do that because you can, like, put one point into it and they all say, like, required requirements you have to be like level 17 or 18 or something that's right yeah so there are level requirements and there appears to be level requirements um on the perk cards as well um you just i've noticed that you can only get access to a perk card. as soon as you have access to a perk card you can use it assuming you have the amount of points free in that attribute to slot it um some perk card most perk cards just cost one but if it's a level two it'll generally cost two if it's level three, it'll just cost three, and so on. Um, but I noticed, like, you don't get expert riflemen until you've like maxed out like riflemen or something. Yeah. So, like, or at least have an, a, a certain value in your perception slot. So, I don't know if it's level bound or if it's bound um, by the number of 
um, points you have in a particular attribute, but it is something there. I haven't done a lot of internet research in the game. I've been basically just trying to figure things out on my own. Um, but it's it's a good game. I like it. And it, for $40, it's definitely one to pick up. Uh, I could see the argument where if you're not into RPGs or whatever, um, or if you're a diehard Fallout fan, um, there's there are a lot of bugs still the game needs the game needs some TLC in a couple months I'm sure it's going to be way more solid and I think even in a year's time we're going to see like an ESO switch uh, because Elder Scrolls Online when it first came out was was really bad I think and ended up getting really good um, because they ended up basically changing a lot of the mechanics around uh, of just not necessarily of the classes and whatnot but of the of how the game is played and here's one of the bugs that me and my dad were seeing quite often when we, when uh, this was in the beta and it's, I'm pretty sure it's still in here. You'd like, from time to time, you would hear this big booming sound like someone was shooting a gun at something. It'd oh, go, yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 like a semi auto gun. And it wasn't anybody around you. So it was just, a, it was an audio bug there. Um, Which would really irritate because, like, if yeah, you're, it was loud. If you were, like, if you're trying to concentrate on hunting or if you're trying to bounty hunt and then, and then like, this bug comes on and you're concentrating real hard, that can throw you off real good. So I'm pretty sure, but I don't know, but I think Bethesda has fixed that now because we've seen that less. We haven't even seen it once between our gameplay. Yeah, I think, I think it is. I think it is fixed now. Uh, and they've had... What two patches come out since release already? They had a day one patch, and then they had um, a patch Tuesday this week. Um, so I'm hoping maybe even another patch, um, maybe not next week, but the week after. If they can get it, if they can get patch updates every two weeks, that'd be good. Like um, what I want to see is like a patch update. Like if y'all are familiar with Fallout Four, there was this like super weird power armor called the XL Two Power Armor. And we would like to see a update in Fallout 76 where we could get like XO2 or XO1 power armor in here. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's talk about board games. Okay. You play board games. Mm-hmm. Do you like board games? Uh, they're pretty good. Yeah. If you prefer, you prefer video games, though. Yes. How come? It's probably because the large scaling and crafting and other things. Well, there's board games you can craft. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Have you ever wanted to like, have you ever wanted to like, um, here's the thing. If you want to like visualize something in your head, like, um, mm-hmm. compare Minecraft to a board game, you're, you're actually getting to see your sword swing or your pick swing or your, or anything swing. That's true. So you have a visual picture so you don't have to always be looking into your head to be feeling the story. That's yeah. the thing. But you have a pretty good imagination. You mm-hmm. can do that, right? You can you can imagine yourself as a big warrior smashing a goblin with a mace, right? I prefer swords, swords swords yeah. over that because you can just like <laughs> imagine hack you, their hack hack them up instead of smashing them. Yeah, here's the thing. You can like have a sword that's like that can possess all five elements. Yeah, that's true. So, all right. So you like you like not having to imagine things if you don't have to. So you prefer video games because you get to see and hear everything, and you don't have to imagine seeing or hearing anything like you would in a board game. 
<laughs> well, technically, when you use your imagination, it's like reading an imaginary book. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But the reason that, like, over-the-top VR beats all everything because oh yeah vr you can like if you're if you're in a pvp like like medieval situation you you don't have to go like minecraft just whacking things with your with a sword yeah for those of you who couldn't see which is everybody he was he was pantomiming (laughs) using a sword right there oh man that's funny um so so what are your favorite board games um, Ticket to Ride is a very fun one. I remember us playing it one time, and I got super sleepy. <laughs> you did get really sleepy when we played that last time. Um, I remember um, Stuff Fables. Penny really loves it. Yeah, yeah. Stuff Fables is a great game. We need to play that again. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. She like, she wants to be this piggy in the game, but you can't get that get to that until like an expansion comes out. Which we haven't been seeing any expansions for Stuff Fables. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they've announced an expansion pack for Stuff Fables yet. If they have, then I haven't. I haven't seen it. It's rather. It's rather. It's rather one of those moments where the creator, the creators of a board game, just gives up and doesn't want to make an expansion. No, 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 no. They, those guys are really, really. So, um, Stuff Fables is made by Plot Hat Games. Just so you know, um, and Plot Hat Games has quite a few different games that they're working on. Um, all the time and they usually once they have something that works like they did with Emerson's game Cypher Ops or excuse me Specter Ops and uh, things like Mice and Mystics and things like that um, Ashes they, they once they have a game that sells they'll put more content to it but and I believe Stuff Fables sold a lot um, I know a lot of people especially gamers that have families um, like like I do um, it's a great game it's, it's a it's a game that kids can play, but it has is mechanically challenging enough to keep adults interested, and the story that it's telling is actually really fun too. Because this girl um, doesn't have her crib, and then all these dark monsters comes out. That's right. Which I'm not gonna give anyone spoilers. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Ruin the fun. It's fun, but it is a it is a story game that you're going to be playing together. Um, and you basically make choices, so it's almost like a legacy game too, as you're playing it, because the decisions you make affect where you go, um, and what happens in the f- in the future chapters. And that's really cool. Here's another game that um, me or well, at least I like, um, Cry Havoc. Oh, I like Cry Havoc by Portal Games. I like that game a lot too. We've only had to play that game one time though together. We need yeah. to play that. We need to play that one for sure. Yeah. Um, so you have four different things. I'm pretty sure Tyron, Zealots. No, now I'm just saying things from StarCraft. <laughs> but there are, it is it is kind of a cool RTS almost in that um, you have units that you put down. There's structures that you can you build. You can kidnap. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to control um, as much part of this island as you can to get resources from the island. Um, and you go to war with everybody. So it's technically like you're trying to make. It's technically like, think of it this way: you're trying to get the supplies for a nuke, then drop it on, uh, and then drop it on the different races. Oh, that's a Fallout reference right there. Yeah. All right. So what else? 
Um, they're, um... What about card games? You like card games? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about, like, Pokemon and Keyforge. Oh, let's talk Keyforge. Keyforge. We've been playing a lot of Keyforge, you and me. Mm-hmm. Keyforge is the first card game, I think, that you've really picked up and um, have been competitive at. How many times have you beaten Dad? Uh, I beat you two times yesterday, three to zero, both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. Yep. Um, so, so that's two. I beat the guy that gave me his deck, and then I beat you again, then my mom. So I guess that's five. I don't yeah, so you've actually won some games. Regan's going to be a little Keyforge champ someday, I think. Um, especially if he plays with my properly authentic Edmund deck, because that deck is so good. I beat him zero to three, or three to zero, two times yesterday with that deck. It is just so powerful. Yeah, so we've got, I don't know, 20 plus games. I think I probably played 20 plus games so far. Uh, it is an incredible game. Um, it is so fun. There's so much strategy involved. Um, you really need to, they really need to have the way to track wins and losses on decks. Uh, because my, my, I have a deck, for instance, Properly Authentic Edmund, which is just super, super powerful and needs to have chains put on it. And uh, chains is a, as a as a built-in handicap system into the game that if you have a deck that's super powerful, you can add or bid chains um, at the beginning of the game and say, I'm going to start the game with seven chains or whatever. And chains let you draw or force you to draw fewer cards every time you would draw. Uh, at the end of your like turn. Like that Mars deck where you played like that star card that would give you two chains. Yeah, that's right. So you can get chains by playing cards, but you can also start the game with chains. So if you have a deck that's super powerful and you're playing against somebody who has a deck that's not so powerful, you, you could... probably want to put chains on that deck so you can have an even fight. That's right. That's right. So a built-in handicap system, which is pretty dang incredible uh, when you really think about it. And I, I'm really excited to look at organized play and to see how all that's going to work. And um, some of y'all that um, love Pokemon, there's deck building. There is no deck building in this. Each deck is unique in its own way. That's right. But if some of y'all like don't like card games or any of those games, they have the um, app on, on mobile. Yeah, but the app is just for tracking so far. It's not you can actually play the game yet. I think they will eventually have a digital f uh, version of Keyforge, and then, uh, can't then, wait for that. That's going to be so awesome. Um, you can scan decks. I don't know why they would do that just yet, but well, you, you scan decks and you and you log decks onto your profile, your Asmodee account, um, so that way you can uh, track how many wins and losses each deck has as you're playing. But you don't have that part yet. So right now it's basically a way for you to log the deck and then be able to look at the cards and whatnot digitally on your deck, which That's is cool. A, so the part where you said it's able to know like how many wins and losses you have, that's like super like high-techy yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, it's really cool. Those are really cool how they, they can blend. I, I don't like games that force you to use an app. Um, I take that back. There are, there are a couple games lately, uh, Star Wars, Legion, uh, Mansions of Madness um, 2, um, the game that replaces the, the GM mechanic with an app, I think work really well. 
Um, but there are certain games, like board games, that like, want you to use an app that I think are basically unnecessary. Because um, you can read rules, figure out how to use things. Yeah, I mean, they're nice. I just like to be able to play a board game as a board game. And there's, I mean, there are plenty of board games that do that. We have, I mean, we're surrounded by a few hundred games right now in this room. Um, so, there's that. Wow, look, well, it's already been a half hour. That's crazy. This went by super fast. Well, here's one more thing. When you think, when, sometimes when I feel like you're, like, buying so many board games, I think it's, like, this is your collection, like. This is you, my collection, yeah. If you, like, feel like. Like, if, have you ever gone to a movie and then they give you, and then you buy a certain cup that's like a collector's cup or something? Yeah. That's what, that's what board <laughs> games are, technically, if you have like a few hundred. Yeah, if you, if you, you can collect anything. People collect stamps, they collect coins. Um, I, I like collecting. I, I have a lot of enjoyment in collecting, which is probably why I've never given away any of our games um, or sold any of our games or tried to trade any of our games, even the ones I don't really like. They're still part of the collection, which we made people do things called culling, which they basically look at their collection and they remove 20 or 30 games or whatever that they don't think they're ever going to play again to, to make room for new games and whatever. Do um, you ever do that? We've never done it. We may have to soon, but uh, not yet. Uh, I haven't I haven't been able to pull the trigger on that yet. But That is our time for this episode. Thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this talk with my awesome... Super cool son, Regan. I'm very, very thankful. This is this is the season that we're thankful for things, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that you are my boy because you are such a special little dude. And I love getting chances to talk to you. I hope you enjoyed doing the podcast, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. So if you ever want to be a guest again, you let me know and we'll do it. Okay. okay. All right. So what we always do on this show is let our guest say some words of wisdom for the audience. So are there any words of wisdom that Regan has for our audience that you want to share? Um, I don't really know, like, what to say. Probably not to let anybody, um, steal your board game collection. Probably (laughs) that. (laughs) Okay, don't, folks, do not, whatever you do, let anybody steal your board games. For sure, because that would be bad. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, apologize for the um, for the tardiness on getting it posted, but it's Thanksgiving. We met our Friday, which we haven't missed one since we've been back with this show. Hope you're enjoying the new content. If you are, please head over to letslevelup.net. Check out all of our other stuff. Go to our YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe there. Rate and review the show on iTunes. That'd be awesome. If you're feeling extra generous this season, go to our Patreon that we've set up at patreon.com forward slash let's level up and consider backing us there because um, every little bit helps us improve the quality of this and uh, it's something that we really love doing. So yeah, that's it for now. Until next time, thank you and game on. (laughs) 